Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Well, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, and Allie and I are here with you today, and Allie, I think we're in like week, what, maybe 1,430 of COVID? Really uh, feels like that. That's yeah, what it does. feels like. <laughs> oh my word. So uh, we are uh, still kind of digging through and transitioning through um, all of the changes as that's brought. How, how are things for you in the Dominican? Well, I think um, they're pretty they're pretty settled except for the school. I think everybody uh, we're it's it's uh, middle of August right now, and um, and I think people are still unsettled. And we've been watching the news about how everybody's in in the United States. And I know um, every little every state's different, every county's different. But down here, there's we're still waiting to hear. Um, gotcha. And it's an election year, and so we've actually already elected our president. But now we've got to wait for him to take office, which is on Sunday. And so then he might bring in some whole new ideas about how school's going to happen, but wow. it's a mask everywhere. And it's, and it's hot down here. So mask, it almost feels like you're in a sauna, just right on your yeah. face. You feel like you're getting a, um, kind of a steam, a steam Facial. treatment on your face yeah. every single, every single day. And so, but we've, uh, you know, it's good. Um, spirits and spirits are still high, uh, good. down here. So we're thankful for that, but uh, that's awesome. Well, that's kind of where everybody's at in the U.S. too. We're getting back to school and trying to figure out what that looks like and trying to figure out if football season is going to start or not. And yeah, and uh, Allie's a huge Alabama fan. And of course, we live in SEC territory uh, here in Chattanooga. So we've got you. And they're tough. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we want to play football. So we're, <laughs> we, uh, what would it be like not to see Georgia go up against Alabama and uh, Clemson versus UT or whatever. So, so uh, yeah. we're hoping that um, things get better and uh, we're able to jump into that. But Ellie, today we're going to talk about, um, I think something that I have heard a lot in the last year or so. Um, and that's the phrase people would say, uh, this is my truth. Or what is your truth? Or, well, this is just my truth. And that, you know, um, I mean, have you been hearing that a lot too? The first time I heard it was a, a couple of years ago, I think. And I think I heard it from Oprah, if I remember correctly. Okay. And I think she said, you know, people just need to tell their truth or, you know, tell their, and I was, I was, it just struck me uh-huh. um, because there's a different way of saying that. And I think we know that. And it just really struck me, but then you start hearing it more and more and more. And it, now it's disturbing because I'm, 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 I'm like, no, that's, I hang on a minute. Let's, let's look back at what truth really is. And so right. I think it's concerning. Yeah, exactly right. And that's one of the reasons that we thought this would be really relevant to talk today, because right now there's a whole lot going on, um, even about uh, historically rewriting truth uh, or writing, rewriting history, rewriting facts. Um, there's conversations about, and we're going to kind of get into that a little bit, but um the, the, the fact is that truth, I mean, as we understand it, is something that never changes. Right. Yeah, that's the very definition of truth. Okay, there's, yeah, right. Yeah. So truth is a fact that never changes. Um, and science obviously uh, relies on truth. Um, and so we have a universe built on truths, mm-hmm. uh, gravity, truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as long as you're on planet Earth under normal conditions, what goes up is coming down. It's coming down. That is the it, truth. That is, yeah, and that is the truth. And so, you know, there's so many things that we have that are what we would call maybe another word for it would be absolutes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are things that we can absolutely count on mm-hmm. because they are always the same because right. they're their truth. And when you think about it, just anecdotally, when you think about it in the past, there have been, you know, maybe kind of traditional truths that we all dogs hate cats kind of kind of truths. You know, this is always right. the case. And, and you think yeah. about um, these are all these are things that we've always known for, for so long. And then all of a sudden now, lately in society, um, those that those truths are, you know, different truths are just being questioned. And and again, it's it's frightening. Um, it's definitely worrisome just because of, of, of who we know and who we serve. Yeah. And, you know, I had a friend of mine who used to say truth never fears a challenge. Mm. And I think he could say that because the fact is truth, you can question truth all you want to, mm-hmm. yeah. but it never changes. Right. So if it's a truth, it doesn't matter how much you question it. It doesn't matter how much you, you can Rubik's cube it all you want to, <laughs> but no matter how you spin it, Mm-hmm. it's still always the same and it's always truth unless it's not true right and then well, it's and immediately I've, identified as a theory or or mm-hmm. something that is maybe reliable but not always true right exactly and I think that's interesting that you bring up the Rubik's Cube because if anybody knows has anybody has if anybody's ever taken the stickers off or if anybody's <laughs> taken a Rubik's Cube apart there is it's interesting because you know that the middle the very center of the Rubik's Cube never changes that one doesn't move everything else moves around it. And that's how people can get back to all the colors are on one side, but there's that center point of a Rubik's cube that will, you can't move it and that's there and everything else kind of moves around it. So whether, whether all of the colors are jumbled up um, yeah. and you're moving them around, but the center of the, and you'll, I, I know you're going to um, go find a Rubik's cube later on. And you're going to try Yeah, Cause it. I didn't know this. This, yeah. is news, this is news to yeah. me. So I've been enlightened today. Okay. And so, you know, but it is interesting. So if you hold a Rubik's cube, you turn everything around the Rubik's cube, but that center square actually doesn't move. Doesn't move. And so, and that's how, and I feel like that's how truth is. We can move stuff around, uh, around it. And we can kind of put our stickers on it or, or move some things around, but that center point is always going to be the same. And that, that I kind of feel like that's how truth, you know, that's how, and I feel like that's kind of what we try to do is put a different, maybe sticker on it or a different spin on it, Mm. but the center doesn't change. So I'm glad you you brought up Rubik's cube. Well, no, well, yeah, me too, because I just learned something about the Rubik's cube, (laughs) but, but I think one thing that's so valid, that's so important about this is that, that truth gives us a bedrock it gives Mm -hmm. us a center point for our lives a true north okay we Mm -hmm. even use that expression okay it gives us something that we can map out our our lives by just like the the star the north Mm -hmm. star used to give navigators a a focal point that they knew it was always going to be in the exact same same place place. you know and so therefore they could set their they could set their uh navigation by that and that's what truth does for us. It allows right. us to align our lives next to something that we know we can always count on that's never mm-hmm. going to change. Yeah. And I mean, we have a podcast that's all about finding success uh, from a spiritual perspective, being able to find what God says is a successful life. Mm-hmm. And you can't have a successful life without truth. Right. And if the, if the line keeps moving or if, you're, if your focal point or your foundation keeps shifting, um, that's, that's, that's unsafe and it does, and it gets worse and worse, the shiftier a foundation is, and we all know this, or, or if, if, um, if your GPS, I don't know if you've ever 
had the recalculating, recalculating uh, yeah. situation <laughs> because your your GPS does yeah. have to actually get to a another point and say, yeah. okay, stop. And now we're gonna we're gonna try it again because um and and that's interesting. And so some people uh, in this moment are really struggling finding that foundation because they feel insecure or insecure. They feel like shifting around, mm-hmm. um, and it's because that foundation is is always is always moving. But the, so, if yeah. the foundation is not truth, then it's always it will always moving. move. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you know, so I think when we talk about what is what does it mean to find your own truth, when people say, "Well, this is just my truth." Well, really, that's not, truth is the wrong word. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what we're really saying, or what they're really saying is, I'm finding my own opinion, or I'm finding mm-hmm. my own perspective, perspective, or I'm finding my own path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is just my theory on based on how I want to live my life, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not necessarily a truth. Right. And, um, you know, thinking about this um, from from my perspective in the Dominican, I'm always doing uh, at the workshop, for example, um, you know, and so there's several women that do different things at the workshop, mm-hmm. but there's some foundational things that happen. We open the doors, jewelry's getting made, beads are being counted, discipleship's happening, da, 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 da. But every woman in there has a different perspective or a different um, they experience a different experience from within the workshop, yeah. but at the same time, they can like one person can say, I did my classes today, or I learned how to sew today. But another person is like, that's not what happened because I made jewelry. Well, that, you know, and so you're sure. like, wait a minute. Um, that is what happened to, you know, and so you, but you can't say that's my truth. You can just say, Hey, Oh yeah, I was at somebody else's table and I was, I was doing this or that. And, and, yeah. um, just thinking about it from my perspective, and, um, and even from the gospel perspective, you know, um, mm-hmm. we've, we've thought about that before, but, uh, yeah, everybody has a different, maybe a different experience, but we can't call it truth. Exactly. And I think that's the whole problem with mm-hmm. that approach is that we're biased. Yeah. You know, there's that, old, you know, there's that story I heard, you know, I've heard illustrated before, uh, you know, a, a Ferrari sports car comes through an intersection at a light. He's not speeding. He's going 45 miles an hour, and that's the speed limit, and his light is green, and he goes through it. But a guy coming the other direction in kind of an old ratty car, he's not paying attention, and he just crushes right into the Ferrari. And there's an older couple on one street corner and a teenage boy on the other street corner. And so the the police officer goes to the older couple and says, can you tell me what happened? And they're like, yeah, man, that old that sports car came flying through here and just wrecked that guy. And he goes to the other corner and asks the teenage boy what happened. And he says, man, you won't believe this thing. But man, that old ratty car hauled off and just smacked into that really sweet sports car. And, you know, you have two different perspectives mm-hmm. on the story. They both watched it happen. They both watched the exact same thing happen. But yeah. their bias mm-hmm. influenced yeah. Mm-hmm. their perspective so when they told the officer what happened they were biased and so their bias fed into that and so right. i've heard some police officers say sometimes that the truth sometimes is found somewhere in the middle between the middle, biases yeah. <laughs> right right but we have to understand as humans that that's just we are biased mm-hmm. and we're also yeah. faulty and we're imperfect and we make mistakes and so therefore um we we really can't establish our own truth because right we always, it's impossible for us not to be biased or, you know, influenced in one way or the other. 
And, you know, and I think that's interesting that you say that because so many times we, we have a story to tell. And my husband really, he really gets frustrated sometimes because I do embellish. Um, I exaggerate. Uh-huh. And you know this too, Rebecca. I'm like, oh man, it would be really, it, this is a really funny story. Right. And, uh, you know, and, but, and so Gary's like watching me and he's listening and he's like, all right, now hang on a minute, you know, cause I'm given the story, I'm given the truth. And then I add my humorous embellishments. But so right. by this time, it's no longer the truth. It's more like a, an anecdote or a story, it's, right. you know, from my funny. And, um, but that happens so much when something so personal happens to somebody or something they're sure. living out, um, uh, an experience, but like you said, they have emotions. They're looking at this um, this story through their emotions. They're looking at it through what they wish had happened, or what they, sure. you know, um, or what's going to make them come out better, or what, or whatever. And so, um, you need to get back to okay. The truth is, this happened to me. Now I'm going to put my experience and my bias and my emotions on top of that, and and um, right. and give you, you know, my perspective. Um, but again, yeah. the truth is that foundation that we can't. It doesn't move. Yeah. Yeah, and and so we if man can't discover truth, then it you know, and it and it totally negates it to say it's my truth and it's yeah. your truth because that makes it's not it, that means it can't be truth anymore, right? Uh, because yeah. truth never changes and it's in it and it always stays the same. So if we know all these things to be true, then I think it draws us to this question: then who can establish truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what type of being can establish truth and we've already said that humans are biased so that means it has to be somebody that's not biased right okay um somebody humans are imperfect so it has to be somebody that's perfect right um you know uh humans i I mean we love some people but we don't really love everybody (laughs) everybody but this has to be somebody who is not biased or influenced that they don't their their love for one doesn't influence them mm-hmm. to 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 change truth for that person right. and and or their despising of another would not cause them to change the truth for that person mm-hmm. so this has to be a person who is perfect in love and perfect in judgment i think i see where you're going with this reba yeah. who is that person yeah <laughs> so yeah there's only one person that <laughs> there's only one person, person and that's god yeah you know, there's only one person that fits that description, somebody who's perfect, somebody who's holy, who's just, who's all-knowing, because you have to know everything in order to mm-hmm. be able to establish truth. Right. Um, who's all-powerful, because you have to, if, if you establish it, you have to make sure it always is what you say it will be. Right. Uh, you know, and you have to be completely perfect in love and completely perfect in judgment all at the same time. And that that only person is God. Right. Yeah. We were just singing this Sunday. We sang it in Spanish, um, but the the cornerstone. Um, yeah. I love that song, but it's and it's it's again. We're talking about a foundation, mm. something that everything else is built on and built against. Yeah. Um. And and it's that cornerstone. But I was trying to explain it in Spanish because the word cornerstone doesn't quite translate when you're singing a song. And so okay. we actually had to go back to the Psalm. I think it's Psalm 18. Okay. Um, and talking about you know just that cornerstone and 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 we understand. And I was, I was explaining this because they were like, well, it just says we're just singing about my rock because they're saying it in Spanish. And I'm like, actually, it's Cornerstone. And so we went back to, um, um, to that, to the truth of who, who God is and, 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 what, and what, what, what it means to be um, a Cornerstone yeah. or be foundational. And, and that it, it is God. And I think we can find safety in that 
we don't always like absolutes. I think um, in one of my sure. favorite books, uh, John, the story of the history of John Adams, when he, John Adams had to say, he actually said the phrase, facts are stubborn things. They don't, they don't yeah. move. He said that phrase, facts are stubborn things, because he knew that people didn't like the truth that he was, he, people didn't like the story or he people didn't like the facts and they yeah. wanted to change them or, or it didn't fit the narrative. But he's like, I, facts are stubborn things. Yeah. Facts are the facts. And so I think we may like our idea of the own, of our own truth, but, and we may like our idea of choosing our own path and we have the freedom to do that. Yeah. But what we have to know when we choose that path and when we say those things, we have to understand that everything our life is built upon is forever changing and it's not perfect and it's not in solid. And, um, and therefore, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be like me trying to do uh, core drills on a uh, on a botsu ball. You know, one of the, <laughs> you know, it's like whoa, you know, it's shaking. Gonna, yeah, it's shaking. That's life. That's what life is going to look like. And if that's what you want, well, yeah. guess what? You get the freedom to choose that life. Yeah. Um, but what we're trying to talk about today is there's a better way, mm-hmm. and there is a way to build your life on truth. And that means that you build your lives on the truths of the word of God and what he says are true. And you're exactly right, Allie. I read them myself at times and I don't like that this particular truth, or I don't like what God has to say about this. And sometimes I argue with him a little bit. I'm like, God, couldn't Mm -hmm. this be this way or couldn't it be that way? But it comes down to, I think, me saying, okay, who's the perfect one? Right. Who's the who's the one who's the right one who's the all powerful one who's the all knowing one? It's not me, right? Yeah. So you know when I want to steal that control away from God, I've got to go back to wait a minute. I'm the flawed one. He's uh-huh. the one that never makes the mistake. So therefore, he's the one that establishes correct truth, and I've got to trust him. I think that's the yeah. It's, it comes down to trust. Uh, we are. Um, I've been sharing a lot with Reba about. Uh, I'm going through Celebrate Recovery and the step, the step study. And you have to get to a point in the step study where you share some really deep personal things about your life. And, and, and at first, it's scary. And I think the phrase, and, I, and growing up as an independent Baptist, I, I remember several preachers um, being very strong ab- about the, the Psalm 139 verse, um, search me, O God. See if there's any wicked way in me. And they're always, they're always saying, be careful because God's going to show you stuff that, that you're not going to like. But if you, if you understand God's desire and, and having the psalmist say, search me, oh God, because I want to be, I want, I want to open my, myself up to your light. Yes. I don't want to be flying blind. I don't want to be yeah. flying on my own, in my own um, on my own shaky foundation. It's mm-hmm. actually quite, I got to a point where I'm like, I actually, I didn't enjoy the process of opening, you know, and, and shining a light on all of my, my, my yuckiness or all of my faults. But at the same time, if you let the, the light and the truth of God shine in, then you're back to a safe, you're back to a safe zone. And I, I, I enjoy that process. And, oh, and so, I, yeah. so we're talking about truth today and it's like, God is light in, in, in first John one, um, uh, this is the message that we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And isn't there's safety in that. And I think there's mm-hmm. so much just security and understanding that we have, we have light in our lives if we choose. Yeah. Hopefully we would choose that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so powerful because I, I really think that maybe out of all the 
people I can talk to about this particular topic. As you were just talking about Celebrate Recovery and you're, you guys are preparing yourselves for that program because you're introducing that into the lives of the women that you're working with because yeah. a lot of those women have addictions yeah. and they have situations that are only complicating the, the problems in their life. Right. And so you guys are uh, getting ready to step into that. And the cool thing about that is that for a person who is in bondage to addictions and who's overwhelmed with their life and I mean, just brokenness on every point, you've got, you have something that you can take to them and say, this will change your life. And that's the truth. Right. Yeah. And that is so reassuring in what we do for a living, because if we, if we couldn't say that to women, if we couldn't say that to girls, this is the truth and it will change your life. If we couldn't say that, then what hope do we have to bring to them? If everything is what well, we hope this works. Yeah. Let's try this. Let's try this. Um, stand on this, stand over on this platform or stand over on this platform, yeah. get in this boat. Yeah. Um, try this path. Go try down this path. Yeah. Let's try this. And if that doesn't work, you know, I mean, how many of us want to go have surgery and the surgeon say, you know what, we'll try this. And, mm-hmm. and if that didn't work, we'll try another one. And we'll try, I mean, Sometimes that has, that's the way it is because it's mm-hmm. not, it's not surgeries it's not are not obvious, always yeah. based on truth. Yeah. But, um, but the fact is that I, I really, I want a doctor to look at me and say, I know exactly what the problem is and I know exactly what's going to fix it. And we're going to go do it. Now that boy, whoo, I feel so mm-hmm. much better. And I think people want that in their own lives. They, they need help. They want hope and they want the healing that they so desire and everything we try if it's not based on truth, it, it may work for 15 minutes. It may work right. for 15 days, yeah. but it, but many times it doesn't work at all. Yeah. And so, you know, truth, it, it points directly to hope. Mm-hmm. And when you think about, you know, just going back to the thought of the, the women who have been coming out of chaos and yeah. an unstable environment, and we can say, no, here's the bedrock. Here's the foundation. Here's where you can stand and receive um, receive uh, comfort and and forgiveness and this and then that's where you can root yes. into this into this soil and you can be planted and then you know but but moving around and um, and another illustration I know this is a silly illustration but the difference between cooking and baking because yeah. I know I don't know if you know I don't know if you know this Reba and I know that it, I don't know how much you cook. But cooking is, I feel like cooking is an art. You can just add whatever you want to, to it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. fine. But baking is a science. You can't really stray that much from a recipe and you can't just say, well, let me try this and it's going to work out in the end. No, there's, there's some, there's some foundational things that you kind (laughs) of have to say, you know, um, and, 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 but just like when you're saying, let's just throw this in and see if this, let's just see if this is in the mix or let's just, let's just try this. Um, we don't want to do that with our lives. No. We don't want to just experiment until the end. We want to say, hey, I'm bedrocked in truth and this is where I'm going to stand. And I just um, think people are so fed up with that approach. Yeah. I think people are weary with trying it. And so I think that's probably where a lot of our addictions mm-hmm. come from. We get so yeah. weary with finding things that don't work that we're like, okay, my next alternative is just to try to mask, yeah, to try to forget for a little while. So I'll go mm-hmm. out and I'll I'll drink myself into oblivion and maybe for 24 hours, I don't have to think about it or I'll go get high. Mm -hmm. And maybe for that few minutes when I'm high, I don't have to think about it. 
and I don't have to, you know, think about the, the desperation of my life. But whereas that only leads to greater problems. So, you know, if we can, if we can help people find truth and they can anchor themselves in that truth and realize truth is not in a human truth is not in a, it's, it's not in a, in a change of gender. It's not in a change of, you know, you can change your life every way you want to and not solve your problems. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, truth is anchored in the Lord and in his, and that's why he gave us the Bible. I think maybe sometimes people think the Bible is just this historical book that tells about what it was like way back in the times of Jesus. Yeah. But actually, you know, it is a historical book that talks about what it was like during the times of Jesus and before, but the Bible is God's truths written out to us so we can use it as a guidebook as for a guidebook. our lives. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's why it's important to read your Bible. It's not important to read your Bible so you make God happy. I mean, right. or check off a box. You that's know. your direction. That's your, okay, yeah. this, that's, that's your point and, and that's your anchor point or your, your, your cornerstone. Okay. This is my truth. This Absolutely. is the truth. Um, you know, and Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Yep. There's, there's one, there's one way and it's, and it's a complete invitation and it's saying, I'm, you know, he is saying to us, I'm, I'm all you need. Mm. You're going to try everything else, but then yep. you're going to, hopefully you're going to know, Hey, wait a minute. It really is back in, back in his, um, in his truth. And, and, but understanding this, he's the most loving light filled. It's not scary. I think some people are afraid of God now and they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they're afraid of what they're going to find, but he's, he's not because he's already seen it and he's, he's not going to, the rejection. We just had a woman. Um, this was a very interesting story, by the way, he, okay. she has been in chaos for, for so long and she's been at our workshop for so long. And the other day, um, I found out that she went to one of our workers from three years ago and she apologized Um, she said, I am so sorry for the way I treated you. And I talked to you back then. And I know the moment that she's talking about, because she, we were all scared of her. She was high. She was, um, combative. She was stealing things. She was hitting Mm. people and talking really. And we were scared at that moment. And, but here we are three years later. And, and I said, I asked her, I said, Hey, why did you apologize to, to our, to our sister here? Why did you apologize? What made you, she's like, I can finally think clearly. I don't have, I don't have drugs in my head is the way she said it. And I can think clearly. And I remembered doing something wrong and I wanted to make it right. Wow. And so long, so long ago, she would have just, like you said, she would have deadened that, um, that, that, that memory of her acting so crazy. And she would have just deadened it with more, with more drugs. But in this time she wanted to go, yeah, she wanted to go and bring light into that and say, Hey, Mm. I made a mistake. And, and, that was a, that was a game changer for me because I mean, that's, there's healing in just saying, oh, yeah. man, I, if I see the truth and I, and I, my part in it was ugly, but now I want to make it right. And it was beautiful. But her, um, her story was based on how people have been, um, pouring truth into her in discipleship and, and Bible reading. And she's kept, she's like, I don't have drugs in my system. Now I can think clearly, I can read the Bible and I know I did wrong. And I, and I'm, wow. and it was a beautiful moment. And that was just such a beautiful moment of truth right there. Oh, absolutely. And freedom for her. Freedom, and that's what, yeah. I, that is what I think and sometimes healing. the lie. Yeah. The lie is the mm-hmm. absolute lie is that God is going to cramp your style. 
yeah. that he's going to ruin your life. And you're never going to have any fun if you follow God's ways, because right. he's just going to come up with 50,000 rules that you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes, you know, if you look at the Bible from a, 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 a rule as a rule book, yeah. then that it that is it's wow. There's a lot in there that I can do or I can't do or I shouldn't do or I should do or what my heart attitude ought to be. But when I understand that those guidelines were written by the person who loves me the most Mm -hmm. and who died on a cross and gave his life for me so that I could have freedom and hope and healing. And so I could have a future. And so I could, you know, and so this all knowing, all wise, all loving God writes it all down and gives me a copy of it and says, Mm -hmm. Reva, look, if you'll get up every day and you'll invest yourself in understanding Mm -hmm. these truths that are in this word, you will not, you will not um, be like, you know, Jesus gave an illustration um, when he was teaching one day at the very end of all his teaching, he said there were two men who built a house. Mm-hmm. One built his house upon a rock and the other one built his house upon the sand. And then Jesus said, and then the rains came and the storms came mm-hmm. and he asked the crowd that was listening to him, which man's house stood. And of course, everybody in the crowd knows the guy who built his house on the rock, his house stood. And the one who built his house on the sand, his house fell away. And Jesus says, that's right. And so Jesus is teaching this point that you build your life on the truths, which is the rock, okay, which we've been talking about, this cornerstone. You build your lives on these truths and your life stands when storms come. It stands and it it endures. And Or you can build your life on sand. Mm-hmm. And it falls apart constantly, and you're constantly re- trying to rebuild and fall apart, rebuild, fall apart, rebuild right. and fall apart until you get weary and you're like, you know what? I just don't care anymore. Um, yeah. You know, and so I think that if you, depending on how we look at it, I can look at it as rules or I can look at it as a lifesaver for me right. to help me avoid every wrong turn, every wrong path, and bring me hope and healing and freedom. And that's what the women in your workshop are experiencing is this, oh, my word, I'm suddenly clear and I'm finding freedom that I've never had, hope I've never had, healing that I've never had. And man, that is my prayer for people listening to this podcast, you know, because whether you are an atheist who says, I don't even believe there is a God, or whether you are a believer who says, man, I've been following Jesus since I was 20 years old. It doesn't mean that you're walking in truth. (laughs) Right. Right? And and I think we're scared of, maybe we're scared of letting go. I think sometimes Mm. we, maybe we trust ourselves more than we trust God. Uh, Good point. Um, And and that, and I think that's where a lot of people are living right now. And it's like, let me just take it. I'm going to do the best I can. And they're, you know, and they, they tie themselves up to a post and, um, and they're like, I'm going to stay here for a minute. And then, um, and then they get untethered. And so, okay, we're going to try it again. But, but it's because we don't, we trust, maybe we trust ourselves or we trust our spouse or we trust somebody way more than we trust God. And, but like you said, he's the only perfect being that, and only loving being that we know. So why would we not just anchor ourselves in him? Um, And I think that, I think the trust issue is something that a lot of people, that's why we would just prefer our own truth because we don't trust God's truth. And that's not, that's not possible. Yeah, exactly right. Well, and so kind of as we wind things up, Allie, today, I think both of us would, would maybe give a, you know, a a plea out to those that are listening. You know, if, if you, you know, um, have, you know, have rejected God's truth, 
Um, and you've been believing somehow you bought the lie that you somehow can come up with your own truth and that's all going to work out. Then we want you to, hopefully you've heard um, some, a, a clear presentation today that's going to show you the faults of that mm -hmm. and the reasons that's impossible um, to, for man to be able to define our own truths. It's just an impossibility. Uh, so if you are there, then what steps do you need to take? And man, obviously you can reach out to us. We would love to help you if we can. But also, you know, I think it's just going to God. Um, you know, you can download a Bible on your phone. You don't even have to go to a Christian bookstore anymore and buy one, <laughs> although that's great if you want to. But you can download a Bible on your phone for absolutely free off Bible apps. And, you know, just really begin to start reading God's okay. truth. And, okay, what does the Bible say? And and I would challenge anybody who doesn't believe us mm -hmm. yeah to put it to the test yeah for the next 90 days mm -hmm. and see if it's not true right. uh, you know yeah. because it, it, it and, and you may not like it yeah there's times not. we don't like it <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not true just because I don't right. like it um and what I think about it doesn't change what it is mm -hmm. and so I think that that would be our encouragement and then maybe for those who are listening um, maybe you just haven't really thought of, maybe you're frustrated with the Bible and you're frustrated with the rules. And sometimes we do get frustrated with, especially if my heart wants to go in another direction. And so maybe this will be an encouragement today for people just to pull it back and to say, you know what, there's nothing there. I don't want to build my house on sand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't. There's uh, my, my mother-in-law, just to, to finish up, I, that's her testimony. Hmm. Um, she was in, she was in um, a religion that had very dogmatic uh, rules. And one day, um, one, of the, one of the leaders of this uh, religion switched it up, just changed the rule, changed the rule, the, bit, the rule that she had lived her life on of a certain... Wow. You know, and all of a sudden she's like, but how can a man change a rule that's been so, it's been dogma for years. Right. And wait a minute, if it's, if it's been right for so long and now it's wrong or, or vice versa. Versus, sure. Why am I? And then, so she, she stopped and she went back to, she started reading the word of God. Cause she's like, I've tried, I don't know anything else. I don't know where else to go. So I'm just going to mm -hmm. go straight to the word of God. And that's where she found truth. Um, and it was truth away from religion. It was not, it was, yeah. okay, this, this guy's been telling me this for so long. Now he's switching it up. So I'm going to go back to what the, what the word of God says. So I, as we finish up, I don't want you to ask Reba what the Bible says or ask your pastor or ask a friend, what does the Bible say? I want, it's better to go straight to the Bible. Absolutely. So many people have been told what the Bible has, is saying, but they're not going to the truth themselves. And I think that's yeah. important to remember. Oh, absolutely. So. That's and where think, you need to be rooted deep. Yeah. And I think what you said is also important is that we're not talking about a religious experience. Mm -hmm. You know, we're yeah. not talking about going through a ritual of something religious. We're actually talking about anchoring your heart and souls in the truths of the word of God um, and living like that every single day. So, so man, that's kind of how we're going to leave everybody mm -hmm. today. And I think, you know, that we may have another, another podcast that we come back and share a little bit about how to walk in truth. Right. Uh, because I think that's important. You know, if we understand what truth is and where it comes from, then maybe the next follow-up question is how do we walk in this truth? 
that we've yeah. been given. And uh, I know you'll have a lot of great things to say about that, Allie, because I know Celebrate Recovery is really all about helping people not just to find the truth, but also to walk in it. Walk in and it. so yeah. I'm pretty excited about that as well. So uh, we're looking forward to being back with you next time and maybe fin finishing up and talking a little bit more about truth. Uh, but as always, man, our hope and our prayer for you is that you are like that tree in Psalm 1 that is planted by a river of water and that, man, your fruit uh, is coming forth in its season and whatever you do, you're flourishing in that. And if that's the promise of God, then we want you to walk in that, in that truth. So as we wind up today, go back, remind yourself of those things and have a great day as you, as you rest in the truth of God's word. All right. Well, thanks a lot. It's good to be with you guys today and we'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.